Yes, well, good morning, Mechanicsville. How are you doing this morning? This is Don Curtis. This is another fantastic, marvelous, wonderful day God has made for you and for me. Yet you and I might rejoice in it today and be exceedingly glad. In it. So we just give God thanks and praise for another great day for you and I to just rejoice in. And so we give God thanks. Good morning to you. Yes, good morning to those that are catching us in Florida this morning. Blackwood Beach, Florida, Miami, Florida, Jacksonville, Florida, Tampa Bay, Florida, Orlando, Florida. Good morning to you. Our listeners there in Illinois, good morning to you. Texas, good morning to you. Texas. Our listeners there in Oregon, good morning to you. Our listeners there in Waldorf, Maryland, top of the morning to you. Gaithersville, Maryland, good morning to you. Woodbridge, Virginia, good morning to you. Now, this is in, in Charlottesville, Virginia, good morning to you as well. Alexandria, Virginia, good morning to you. Now, this is in Farmingdale, New York, good morning to you. New York, New York, top of the morning to you. What about the Bronx? Good morning. Now, this is there in Dorchester, Massachusetts, good morning to you. What about it, Boston? Top of the morning to you. Our listeners there in Michigan, good morning to you. Out there on the West Coast. Yeah, California, good morning to you, Cali. Our listeners there in the great state of Georgia, top of the morning to you. Yeah, Nebraska, good morning to you. Alabama, top of the morning to you. Y'all month, Maine, good morning to you. I listen there in Maine, good morning. Yeah, Atlanta, Georgia, top of the morning to you. Colorado, good morning to you. Yeah, the great state of Maryland, top of the morning to you. Mississippi, good morning. New Mexico, good morning to you. Ohio, good morning. Yeah, he's mindful of us, Tennessee. Good morning to you. He has you on his mind. He has thoughts to bless you, to prosper you, to give you an expected end, yes. Yeah, Washington State, top of the morning to you. Arkansas, good morning to you. Yeah, he loves us like that. Iowa, good morning to you. Yeah, Indiana, good morning to you. Kansas, good morning to you. Minnesota, good morning to you. Minnesota, good morning to you. 
Pennsylvania, good morning to you. Alabama, good morning to you again. Oklahoma, good morning. I tell you what a tremendous day today is. It's tremendous because God is is with us. He made a covenant promise to you and to me. And this covenant promise means there's more than just a contract. It's, it's, it's deeper than that, broader than that, wider than that. It's where he commits himself to you and to me. And he says to you and to me, look, I, I'll never leave you, nor will I ever forsake you. I don't care what happens. I don't care what breaks out. Hell itself can break out. Jesus said, even the gates of hell shall not prevail against his church, his body. And so it makes no difference uh, what you and I might experience uh, in life and whatnot. God says, I'm, I'm going to be right there with you. I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to turn my back on you. I'm not going to water down my relationship with you. I'm not going to forsake you at all. But really, you'll discover just how true and how deep my love is for you in the midst of storms, in the midst of difficulties. And I tell you, I, I, we, we have been just began to look at uh, the book of Ephesians, one of the most spectacular letters, books that the apostle Paul wrote to the church at Ephesus. And it's my understanding that many manuscripts don't even include Ephesus, so it's a circular type letter, a letter that would be just sent from one group of believers to another group of believers, to one small group, to a large group, to different parts of that particular part of the world. And now you and I, you and I, we are blessed to be able to have it ourselves and different interpretation and those kinds of things. But to have this tremendous letter full of truth <laughs> that the Apostle Paul sends, in fact, sent out to the church at Ephesus, you and I are blessed now to be able to read it ourselves. And we are looking beyond just the fact that the Apostle Paul wrote this letter. But we are seeing this as the written word of God that introduces us and broadens up our understanding, our view of the living word, Jesus Christ himself, and what he has accomplished for us, for you and for me, for every single one of us. He hasn't left any of us out at all. But uh, it's just amazing. I I tell you, this particular book is one of those books and parts of scriptures that just wows you. It just causes you to just say, wow. I mean, it is just chock full of riches that is designed to have an impact in our lives, an impact in your life, an impact in my life. And I tell you, I'm just so ecstatic about it. There are different ways in which persons have looked at the book of Ephesians, and I've done the same thing as well, divided into two categories, three categories, that sort of thing. But I just want to just flow with it. I just want to 
share and read as, as we go along and just spend time looking at this. And I'm just excited about it. Uh, I, yeah, I really am. Today we want to just kind of focus on just a couple of verses in chapter 1 of Ephesians uh, uh, verses 3 and 4. Uh, the last time we were together yesterday, we, we looked at uh, verses 1 and 2 and, and just amazed at the fact that God desires for you and I to experience his grace and abundance to you and to me and his peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that resolves all the anxieties, all the frustrations, allowing the peace of God to rule and reign in your hearts and in your minds. Jesus said, look, if you're stressed, if you're oppressed, if you're burdened down, labored down, he said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me and you'll find rest unto your souls. That's an amazing thing that in the time in which we live in where there's a lot of anxiety about a whole lot of things around our world and our society and that sort of thing. And Jesus said, look, if you find yourself in a place of ang- being anxious, a, a place of disappointment, a place of, of just burden, a place of heaviness, he says, look, <laughs> take that yoke off of you and put on my yoke. And then he said, they, they come and learn about me. And what I love about this, this is the truth speaking to you. Jesus said, I am the truth, and the truth is speaking to you and to me. So look, I, I will give you peace. I'll give you rest. Mm-hmm, rest. Yes, rest, rest, rest. Hebrews says, look, there's a rest that remains to the people of God and to labor to you for you and I to enter into the rest, the rest of God, God's rest, that place of peace where there's no anxiety, no care at all. It's the realm in which our father lives in. And guess what? He has brought that realm to you and to me. And so it says, grace be unto you and peace from God, our father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, this this rest and this peace, this, this grace that God desires for you and I to have is available to you today, right now. It's available to me right now. Mm-hmm. It's a gift. It's been given. Yeah, <laughs> The Apostle Paul knew about this grace because as we spoke about this the last time we were together, he had such a thorn in his flesh, devil himself <laughs> engaged against the Apostle Paul. He he said, I, I went to the Lord three times. I was consistent and fervent in my request. But do you know, the Lord refused. He said, no, there was something far greater for the Apostle Paul to learn in the midst of of him being pressed, being having a press in his flesh, there was something greater for him to learn. And he did learn it, that God's grace was sufficient for him. And that's a lesson for you and I as well, that you and I get to that place and say, wait a minute, wait, hold, hold, slow down. Let me get this down. Let me, let me nail this down. My father's grace, God's grace, his activity on my behalf, his fatherly activity towards me, his care for me, his love for me is sufficient in every situation, every circumstance. And he goes on in verse 3 and 4 and says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he has chosen us in him. Listen to this. Before the foundation of the world, that you and I, all of us, every single one of us should be holy and without blame before him in love. Isn't that an amazing truth? Paul is writing again. The context is him locked up in prison himself. Paul is in jail, but because he's living from above, him being in jail has no impact on who he is, nor does it have an impact on his ministry. In fact, he says, look, don't pray to get me out because I'm in here. I'm having an impact even in Caesar's household. So him living from above sees his circumstances totally different. He doesn't see himself being a prisoner of Rome, locked up, weary as me. He says, no, I see myself as the prisoner of the Lord Jesus Christ himself. I'm here because he wants me here. I'm here because he has a plan, a purpose in my life that's going to impact the lives of somebody else right here in this prison. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And so he's the one now that's saying to you and to me about this grace of God. He is the one who is saying to you and to me about this peace from God, our Father. He is the one who is saying this to you and to me, that you and I are blessed. In fact, I like how he starts off. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, our Father, our Heavenly Dad, he is so blessed. It pours out of him into you and into me mm -hmm, in an abundance, an abundance of blessedness that God has bestowed upon you and upon me right now. Listen to this. He has blessed us <laughs> with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Remember yesterday, the last time I said the, the key to this thing is in Christ. Your place, your position in Christ, your relationship with Christ, your seeing and understanding. Wait a minute. I am in Christ. Christ is in me. And that's where all these blessedness comes from. That's where the victory in my life comes from because I am in Christ. The Father has has <laughs> lifted me up out of darkness, out of death itself. He has translated me. He has packed me up and moved me out of darkness into the marvelous light of his son, Jesus Christ. I was in sin, but now I'm in Christ where there is no sin at all. There's no falling short of the glory of God in Christ. And so blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has poured out on you and me out of his own blessed being. Every spiritual blessing that you and I will ever need in Christ. I like this. He has already done this. It. It's a past tense thing. This is something that's history. This is something that's news. This is something that has already happened for you and for me. Has. You don't have to pray about this. You don't have to ask for this. This has already been done. In fact, your asking, my asking gives evidence that I don't know what he has already done for me. And so I need to see this. I need to understand this because once I know this, once I embrace this, that I already have been given by my Father 
every spiritual blessing that could ever exist, I have that already, then I don't need to ask for it. What I need to do is discover what it is and then to live in it, to walk in it, to allow it to impact my thinking, impact everything about me. These spiritual blessings, I like this. He has blessed us. That's every single one of us. It doesn't make any difference if you have a title, don't have a title. It doesn't make any difference when anybody else might call you, look at you, think about you. They ain't got nothing to do with nothing. This is us. Yeah, this is the us thing. It's just not exclusive just to me and a few other persons. It's not exclusive just to a, a select few. It's not, a, it's not just exclusively reserved for just the holies of all, the holy, holy rollers. No, 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 no. Us. Us is all of us. This is the us thing. He has blessed us. I like this. With all spiritual blessings, every single spiritual blessing, all spiritual blessings. Now, I love this because guess what? You, you, you are spirit more than you are anything else. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. You have a body. I have a body. That body that you have, the body that I have, is flesh. It was born out of flesh. And I'm thankful. I'm grateful for my body. It's a marvelous thing. Yes, it is. It's wonderfully and fearfully constructed. It's wonderfully and fearfully designed. Yes, it is. It's a magnificent thing. This body that you're in, this body that I'm in, yes. Mm -hmm. Even if you have some challenges, some health challenges, that still doesn't take away from the marvel of your body, the marvel of my body. But guess what? <laughs> that That's not all of what that is. You, you, you have a body, but your body doesn't define who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Guess what? You you also have a soul as well. The soul doesn't really determine who you are. The soulish part of you, your emotions, the, the way you think, your thought process. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's not all of who you are. No, no. That, that you you possess a soul. You you have a soul just like you have a body but guess what that which is born of the spirit is spirit mm -hmm. and the father is spirit he is a spirit and those that worship him must worship him in truth and in spirit and so you and i because we are born of the spirit of god we are in fact spirit so the real essence of you to get down to the nitty-gritty of who you really are, you a spirit being. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That exists in a body. Yeah. That has a soul that gives you personality, that gives you some distinctiveness from everybody else. But guess what? The, the thing that really defines you and me more than anything else is spirit. That which is born of the spirit is spirit mm -hmm. yeah that that's that that that's what you are that that's uh, spirit spirit so when i see this god is saying don i want you to know that everything your spirit needs mm -hmm. yeah everything 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 that your spirit needs everything that you 
really need the essence of who you are, the reality of who you really are, Don. Guess what? Everything about you, I have already blessed you. I've already made provisions for you. Every spiritual blessing, every spiritual fulfillment, every spiritual satisfaction, every spiritual completeness, every spirit wholeness, every spirit perfectionness. Guess what? I've made it available to you already. It's yours right now. And you say, where did I find this at? Do I find it in the church that I belong to? Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Do I find it in my profession? Oh, no, no, no. Do, do I find it in my understanding of systematic theology? Oh, no, no, no. Where, where do I find all of these spiritual blessings, everything that I need in my spirit being? Where do I find all this completeness, this satisfaction, this wholeness, this perfectness? Where do I find this at? Where is it located? Hmm. It's in heavenly places in Christ. In Christ. Yeah, that, that's why your relationship with Christ, that's why my relationship with Christ is so important. That's why it's so foundational. That's why it's so fundamental. Because it's out of your relationship with Christ. It's out of how you see yourself in Christ and how you see Christ in you that impacts you being able to realize, to actually experience all of these tremendous spiritual blessings that's in Christ, that's designed for you and for me. Mm, my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. And, and we, we get the down payment, so to speak. We, we get an introduction to these spiritual blessings by First of all, seeing, you know something, it involves the grace of God. God's grace has been poured out on me and on you. God's grace is extended to us so that no matter what our situation might, we might find ourselves in, our fathers, <laughs> our heavenly father's interaction with you and with me, his provision, his fatherlessness. His consistency with the kind of father that he is towards you and towards me. Guess what? That's his grace extended to us. And it's more than sufficient. And not only that, but his peace. My goodness, that, that is with you no matter where you go. Particularly during the time in which we live in now where there's so much fear about COVID and this, <laughs> this variant, that variant. That you don't have to be fearful at all. Your decision about how you respond should not be out of fear, out of trepidation, out of anxiety. No, it should be out of peace. Out of the grace of God. Out of the Father's love towards you and your receiving of his love and care and protection and provision for you. Not out of fear. Hmm. I'm just so excited about these earthly temples that he has designed for us. And then we begin to see that this soul and then the spiritual part of us, these spiritual blessings. I, I, I love this. That's why the Bible, that's why the apostle in another place can say, look, 
God has given us everything that we stand in need of, both for life and godliness. I like that word, godliness. Everything that you need to be just like God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's given that to you. Everything that could make you, equip you, prepare you, make you a manifestation, a witness of the glory of God, the life of God. <laughs> he has given that to you. He has given you everything that you need to be godly today. I like you don't have to wait till Sunday morning. You don't have to wait until somebody lay hands on you. You don't have to wait until somebody anoints you. You don't have to even wait until you pray about this at all. You just see, wait a minute, God, my father, has done something for me that I wasn't even aware of. Hadn't even given much thought to it. I had read the scripture before, but I never really given some consideration to it. I never really allowed the Spirit of God and asked the Spirit of God to give me insight, to give me some understanding of what's going on and what my father has provided for me when he says that he has blessed me with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, and I begin to say, wait a minute, hold on. I don't have to be anxious. In fact, everything that I need to be an example of a child of God, in fact, not only an example, but to be a child of God, everything I need to be to move and to live and to think and to act like an offspring of God, to act like an offspring of agape, to be his offspring, he's already given that to me. I don't have to make this request. I don't have to pray for this or pray for that. Rather, I can give thanksgiving that everything that I think I might stand in need of right now, I already have. In fact, Jesus said, look, when you, when you pray, I want you to pray with this understanding. I want you to pray with this knowledge. I want you to pray with this attitude. I want you to pray thinking this way. Believe that you already have it. <laughs> what? You mean to tell me that? When I'm making requests under God, when I'm praying that I need to act like, talk like, think like, I need to believe I already have it. And the Lord says, oh, yeah, th that's the way it works. Th that's the way it is in my kingdom. That's the way it is when you're living from above. Because when you're living from above, guess what? You can see that he's already given me the very thing I'm making requests of. I already have it. So now I can say, Father, I thank you that you're just so wise about me. You're just so understanding about all of my needs and everything that makes me unique and different from every single one else. But you still recognize what my needs are, and you have already made provisions for them already. And my greatest need is to be able to see what you've already provided for me to understand what is mine already. He said, oh, yeah. So then you read back in the Old Testament and the prophet and I said that my people perish because of a lack of knowledge. 
that with all you're getting, make sure you get understanding because knowledge and understanding will open up to you, will unlock to you what I've already made provisions for you already. So that now <laughs> you can come with to me with gladness in your heart. Now you know this is a day that I've made for you that you might rejoice in it and be exceedingly glad. And now it's just not a cliche thing for you to say, but you have cause for that because you know that, wait a minute, I'm blessed. I'm made whole. I'm satisfied. I've been made content. In fact, I have been made perfect in Christ. Because all that I stand in need of, all that I'm needing right now, this very moment, has been provided for me. And guess what? Everything that I'm going to have need of for tomorrow has been provided for me. And guess what? Everything I have need of for the next week, God has provided for me. Guess what? Everything that I need for the rest of my life, God has made provisions for me already. I already have it. Bless it. Yeah, bless with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he has chosen us. Yeah, we'll talk about it next time we're together. Chosen us. Yeah, he chose you. He said, yeah, I want you. You're mine. Yeah, good morning to you. I'm living inside his love today. I hope that's where you find yourself living inside of his love. Don't move out of it either. Stay in there all day long, all week long. In fact, stay there for the rest of your life. Don't move out. Stay